No, no, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. (laughs) And we're back with another episode of Con Air Radio. And we're your hosts. <laughs> it's been a little while. And we're your hosts. Of course, we got uh, Smash Tower over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Haggard Haggard Cosplay. That's me. And uh, yeah, we are back in studio after a bit of AK and... A long, long, months. long duration away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spent some time up in uh, up in California. For my vacay, so that was pretty fun. I saw the pictures. Yeah. yeah. And it looked pretty good. I, I tell you what, the uh, the Redwood Forest up there. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> so it, uh, my I've never been uh, that far north in California before. Uh-huh. So uh, Sunshine, when she was explaining it to me, because been, she'd been there for a couple of times already, mm-hmm. she's like, okay, picture this. When you start getting start getting close, the trees just start getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And bigger. And then there's a point where the trees just stop growing. Yeah. But then you look down and you notice that the ground is starting to get lower and lower and lower and lower and the trees are the exact same size. And I I mean, yeah, it was it was it was a pretty pretty nice notion, but I didn't I didn't really expect that until I saw it. Yeah, and they're it's so true. They're an awesome sight to be seen. And and it's funny when I saw them when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And now when I see pictures of them, the first thing that comes to mind is Pandora. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, oh, my God, these trees are huge. Oh, yeah. Which, I saw a village in that one. <laughs> which, I mean, it, it's kind of uh, kind of funny because the, the Redwood Forest was kind of actually a, a I, I guess you could say, a uh, uh, inspiration for the for the the planet of Pandora. Correct. So it was kind of uh, kind of interesting. Well, you know, James Cameron has been practically everywhere. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm waiting for the you know one of the next uh, avatars where he'll be at the bottom of the ocean, mm-hmm. <laughs> or he'll take it to the bottom of the ocean. I'd I, say. I, I, He's I, already been there. I don't know. He, there's f- uh, essentially five more avatar movies I think in the world. Four. four, four or five. I think or they're going to five. Yeah. But you never know. One of those movies can uh, we we can see some uh, uh, Pandoran life under the uh, under their waters you know, with I this one. Doubt. I would not so. doubt the way the way he's he's got a he's got a vivid imagination. But mm-hmm. at the same time, he's been down where many people have never been before. Oh yeah. I mean, there's only I think there are only a few people that have ever been to the depths that he's been to. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the things down there look pretty unusual. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure he is already. He's like, you know, I've already drawn one of those. I already know what that looks like. Yeah. I'm going to see that. But mine travels through the air. <laughs> <laughs> but, so. yeah. But, uh, yeah, 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 the Redwoods are a phenomenal place. Um, there was a bit of a scare not too long ago. There was a fire that was not that was close, pretty close to the Redwoods. Yeah. That would have scared the heck out of me. Yeah, like, luckily enough, we had an evacuation plan just to be on the safe side. But um, it, it was kind of interesting being with like 120 other people just mm-hmm. out, out on the campsite and having a little bit of a study in community, essentially. It's, so. it's always nice to have that kind of grouping to go. Mm-hmm. I always go like in small groups. Um, yeah. You know, small, small groups. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, I, I did something I never thought I'd do. I went vegetarian for a week. No meat at all over and there. And you survived. And I survived barely, but I came out of it. No, I don't know how you did that. Then <laughs> it, it I, I, I'll tell you the truth. It was a lot easier when other people were doing the cooking. I suppose that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, okay, so vegetarian for me would be uh, potato chips. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Can't really use dip, can it? Because that's dairy. No. Uh, well, that that would be if you went vegan. But, oh yeah. Yeah. But um, but no, it was it was fun. It was definitely a um, a week, definitely to be uh, inspired, and it was definitely a uh, cleansing experience. A very <laughs> very cleansing experience. Um, also got, I mean, 
having to walk uphill to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night with a flashlight because if you don't take your flashlight it is it is pitch black oh yeah yeah like close your eyes it's darker than that you can't you can't even see anything yeah i'm uh i haven't got a a setup a good setup for a uh, camping flashlight yet but uh i like my uh ryobi sets Mm -hmm. because they work with those uh 12 volt or no 18 volt uh battery packs so they they last for a long time i i I just had a little uh little small led flashlight that worked that actually worked rather well so well i think the next time that i decide to go camping which you know it's probably going to be 20 years from now uh i'm I'm planning on taking a nice solar charger you know because they've had some great strides in technology now that you can just pop a solar charger out and charge Mm -hmm. like absolutely everything you take with you oh yeah so but it it was also nice i didn't have any didn't have any cell service nothing out there so it was well that's my camera now too so (laughs) (laughs) i mean well, I mean, I, I had I had my my phone with me. I was able to take a few pictures, but honestly, after like the second day, it was you you kind of forgot about technology. Like it wasn't it, it like honestly, it wasn't a, a part of my everyday life up there. Right. It wouldn't be for me because I'm yeah. always taking pictures. So. Oh yeah. It's like okay, that's cool. That's it's cool. like like there were some things like man, I wish I had my phone with me so I could take a picture of this, but. Like there was one day I actually had to plan a day to actually have my phone on me mm-hmm. just so I could take pictures of a bunch of different things. Yeah, my my uh, stepbrother back up in Nova Scotia, you know, for he was a lousy photographer for the long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm I'm absolutely shocked in some of the shows the shots that he gets. Um, we were both actually better in the landscaping, you know, nature and stuff like that, but uh, he's been actually getting carried away with taking pictures of moss. Ah. <laughs> Moss and fungi. <laughs> like seriously. Nice. <laughs> Nothing better to take pictures of. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, we have some weeds growing on the grass <laughs> over here. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, it was. Uh, it looked like it was a good trip for you. Oh yeah, um, definitely. I don't really. God, it's been so long. I can't even remember what the heck I did during all that period of time. <laughs> uh, let's see. We did Phoenix. Phoenix. Uh, uh, what is Fan, that? Fu- Fan, Fan fusion. fusion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was not a great trip for me. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, they, but uh, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it could have been much better in many aspects. But it's done. We'll see how next year goes. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Jiminy Crickamix. I do not remember what else we have done. <laughs> I know that we've gone down to Second Friday a little bit, but really wasn't doing any kind of Comic Con type stuff. Um, oh, I did do one called uh, Fanboy Con or Expo. Oh, the the car show, the car show Expo thing. Expo yeah. thing. Now it got some negative, um, some negative press. Uh, a lot of people did say that you know there was some negativity to it. Um, the gentleman that actually took it over mm-hmm. uh, actually did a reasonably good job in a short period of time. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward because he says he's going to try to get it larger and, you know, improve next year. And I give him kudos to do it. I mean, I think he only had like two, three weeks to throw together a, a little event. Uh, and it was on the side. Now, on the other hand, I enjoyed taking pictures of the cars. They came out mm-hmm. really well. Um, found myself taking way more pictures of the uh, dancing girls on the stage than I should have. But, right, uh, <laughs> right. Saw a couple pictures of those flash across the computer screen a little while ago. Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, anyway. But, uh, yeah, and the cars were extremely phenomenal. Um, got a lot, of, uh, a lot of interest in the cars on uh, one of my other Instagram accounts mm. that's going to be more Arizona-based than, uh, than uh, Comic uh, uh, Con Air. But uh, it was a differently interesting event. Um, Definitely two genres that I I never really would have thought to put together. Yeah, I I, I did was I was quite surprised. Um, You know, I didn't get as many pictures as at the Comic Con side of it as I really wanted. Um, I (laughs) kept getting drawn away by the 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 cars. Uh, Some of the cars were quite flashy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and if you've seen some of the pictures, you can see what I mean. I mean. 
we had ones with the LEDs going around the lights and you the, the LEDs going around the tires and then you've got the, your low profile LEDs that were, you know, given and everything. Un underglows and stuff. Oh my God, it was so phenomenal. And then of course, it gave me a whole lot of ideas, but then I figured uh, if I'm driving around town with that many lights, then I'd be a, an attraction to the police pulling mm -hmm. me over for everything. You have a permit for that? You're putting out more light than stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was a good event. I, I, I think he's going to have some fun. I believe his name was Chris. I believe he's going to have some fun putting together um, next year's because evidently they immediately asked him ba back to, to do it again next year. So nice. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. And then uh, uh, we got our invite to this year's FearCon, who's coming back to uh, Arizona. So that will nice. be really good. Um what else, what else, what else? Did not make it out to crit hit. Um, I was waiting for confirmation uh, that I was going to have passes to go and never got it. <laughs> so I didn't make it out to, to crit hit. So. Had, a, had a couple friends that went. They actually said it was it was pretty good this year. Yeah. They, they made a few changes from previous shows. Well, I didn't also realize some other people were going to be there that I'd like to talk to. And, and uh, of course, I didn't know they were going to be there. So I yeah. pushed harder to, to get more <laughs> verification. But. But uh, hopefully I'll, next year I'll have better communications with them to see if we can get, get in there. Um, but we do have uh, a couple coming up, mm -hmm. and I think I remember saying we've been approved. I can't remember if we were approved for Game On Expo yet or not. Game On Expo is going to be a good one. Yeah, and then um, I think we have, uh, well, we have FearCon. Yep, FearCon, and then, then uh, Sabo. Yes, and I've got MaricopaCon coming Maricopa up, too. Con, so. yep. And then, uh, yeah, and that'll be it pretty much for the end of the year. Um, I do have a couple other events that I'll be going to with uh, for a different thing, but uh, mm -hmm. that's for the news. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, they're still looking up. We're looking uh, at a couple of things. I did talk to some photographers at uh, Phoenix, uh, and we may be incorporating their photography into um, into Con Air. So nice. I'm semi-excited about that, so <laughs> lots more Con convention stuff. <laughs> but uh, it definitely is going to be cool. So have you checked out the new Spider-Man? Not yet. It's, it, <gasps> it, is, it is on my list. I had a lot of other, a lot of other movies that kind of popped up along with that one that's just like, I'd have to see this, have to see this, and... Haven't really had had time to do all of them yet. Well, that one I did because it was actually coming out the the, the week that I had free time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, okay, let's go see it. And I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. There were two things after the or in the credits. Yeah, I heard, <laughs> heard there was a, a mid credit and a, a full po post credit scene. Right. So, so at at least two there. It was funny because. <clears throat> you know that's that's almost as important information you know to tell people when you when you're talking about it because a lot of these people are like well it's good you know it's not good but this and that and i says yeah but it also had two credits in the end. <laughs> I, I mean you know you you'd think anybody who goes to a marvel movie especially nowadays with how mm -hmm. many how many have gone have come through in the past however many years right would know hey stay until the very 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 end correct I mean, I do it anyway because it's my way of showing support to everybody that worked on the films. I, I don't mind sitting through the credits and giving them their, their moment. Right. Because everybody that worked on the film had a hand in this, in this project, Correct. and they deserve the recognition. That's why I always stay. Even if, they, even if I know for a fact there's no end credit scene, mm -hmm. I stay either way. I'm not that devoted into it i mean i i give them kudos for being in there but at the same time i'm like really you need to show everybody's name in there everybody yeah. the guy that ran and gave you a donut one day <laughs> here's your donut but if it wasn't for that donut the star would probably wouldn't have come out of the trailer that day that's true that in the <laughs> starbucks oh yeah you'd have my starbucks but uh yeah it's it, it was good, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens because it was, if you don't know what's going on in the movie, I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but it definitely had an interesting twist at the end. So yeah. Pay attention for that. Okay. 
because I think that was part of one of those uh, in the credits uh, scenes that kind of. That, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it kind of kind of sparks up the uh, the next up uh, next couple years of movies. Uh, yeah, at least the next one because yeah, it's gonna yeah, there's gonna need to be some answers going on, and uh, yeah, there was actually both of them had some interesting twists to it. Mm-hmm. So when you see it, you'll be going, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, there was some cool stuff there, but. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. I definitely like that, but I, I've still got a few more I got to catch up on too. But um, I mean, I want to go check out John Wick's. Yeah, that one I heard is is getting some pretty big numbers at the box office. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it should be on DVD in a month. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it, I think it did rather well. Um, I saw that they re uh, re put out uh, Avengers Endgame, trying to pull that extra mm-hmm. couple million to try to topple avatar and from what trying, i saw that they did not do it trying to squeeze out that last uh that last piece of blood from the stone i think it was only like 10 million but they couldn't do it no and well and and a lot of people from what i i read something a lot of people caught a lot of uh got really pissed off because like the extra stuff uh-huh. like it wasn't finished and wasn't rendered to the same quality the, the same quality of the yeah. movie so a lot of people felt gypped yeah, I suppose that would, um, to a point, and yeah, but yeah, I, hmm. like I mean, I, I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I, I did think it was kind of a cheap moment to try to pull that much extra just so you could try to beat Avatar. Um, I'm just like Avatar had earned its place, you mm-hmm. know, and that was from oh crap, that was like almost ten years ago now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, if you consider how big Avatar was at that time and you make the equations to equal today's money, I don't think no. any game would have come where no, anywhere nowhere near. Mm-hmm. Well, and and that's the thing too. I mean, a- Avatar did have its its pretty much second run as well. Cuz I know cuz I I watched it, you know, the first time in a regular theater and then mm-hmm. they did a second run with like the extra like 5-10 minutes. In I actually IMAX. never. I never even. Actually, I didn't even heard of that one. I know mm-hmm. that I went and saw it in blue or in uh, uh, 3D. Yeah. And it blew my mind. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I saw it in IMAX 3D. Right. And I'm st- still just in awe of the technology and thinking now that they're working on these next ones with how, Cameron's with, with with Cameron still behind behind the score. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think of the the technology advancement from ten years ago when that movie, you know, when when that movie was being initially processed to right. now. I mean, they're not even going to need three D glasses to see the three D world. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he was pretty close to that on that last one. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell what was going to be in three D. Well, and and the nice and the thing that I loved about Avatar, even the first time seeing it and the last time seeing it, it's so realistic even the stuff that i know was computer generated that i know never even could never really exist you look at it and you suspend your disbelief for a second because it's like oh this could actually be a thing this could Mm -hmm. actually be a creature out there in the wild that we don't know about that they got for this movie (laughs) because it's so well done and it's so beautifully rendered th- mm-hmm. that it's it it tricks your brain and thinking yeah this is not cgi yeah I, yeah i i mean so much movie was cgi i think now we almost have to uh, consider what wasn't cgi right. in that movie um inside the base when it was just humans <laughs> that's it <laughs> well and and a lot of and a lot of that even in the background was it was cgi yeah. the like the holographic projectors and all that stuff right i mean even that it's just like that could potentially be coming out in like three four years where you can literally put your hand through uh, projection and ma- manipulate it. Well, if you actually think about it, the technology is already there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember seeing a while back, uh, they actually have a projector that sits here. It's a little tiny thing, and it scans down, and it actually projects a keyboard onto I've, the table. I've seen it, yeah. And you just type on, you're typing on the table, but it's actually typing the words out on the mm-hmm. screen. And I'm like, oh, 
that is so sweet. Oh, yeah. And uh, then the uh, OLED screens that are ultra-thin plastic, but most of the stuff that they showed on, on Avatar were more images or uh, it could have been the same style of like thin plastic um but uh, there were the, the new phones that just came out this year which are the the old oh, phones that the fold, the fold ones. The screen and it's actually a tablet type screen yeah now of course the technology is not perfected yet because they were having issues from day one mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm really looking forward to when they finish that technology and make it to where it doesn't screw up as much as it does now um, but, uh, yeah, that would be phenomenal. Uh, I know a guy that goes to Phoenix Comic-Con every year, and he has the uh, Google Glass. Mm-hmm. So he has this little little thing that sticks out on his glasses, so he sees absolutely everything. And he can actually take a picture with his Google Glasses by uh, blinking or winking or something like yeah. that. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. But uh, I, I love the new technologies that are coming out. So mm-hmm. they got some phenomenal stuff. And uh, Avatar 2 and 3, which I believe are being filmed together. And yep. then I think 4 and 5 are waiting to see how 2 does before yeah. they start breaking into 4 and 5. But you almost got to think. I mean, seriously. He created Avatar. And then how, I mean, seriously, the, the storyline. He's got enough information for five movies. <laughs> five probably very long mm-hmm. movies. <laughs> well, and I mean if if you think about it, I mean especially with the with the state of well, everything that's out here today, you know, there's I mean the 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 original movie was really a allegory of, you know, Native Americans and their right. and their culture and you know, the the white man coming in and taking taking over and taking what they want. So I mean, with the with the world that in the political tirade that it's in right now, James Cameron has got a lot of a uh, lot of ammunition right. to really make these satirical masterpieces. Yeah, I, I, I definitely look forward to finding out what the storylines are going to be for the second and the third movie. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of interest, a lot of interesting stuff going there. Oh yeah. I didn't bring it with me, but I was thinking about it. Did you see the glass I got done? <laughs> the glass you got? Done? Oh yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah the, the cup, the, the cup from uh, from uh, Moto Moto, Moto yes. glass. I f- I finally got it from him, and I am ecstatic. It uh, it turned out extremely well. Nice. Uh, I'm like, uh, I'm gonna get some cash together. I think I'm gonna start putting these up on maybe our. Uh, patreon page and Mm -hmm. stuff and see if we can stir some interest because they turned out so so well and i'm just like ah every time i see it i just kind of want to move it back away from something because i'm so afraid i'm going (laughs) to hit it or knock it down or or break it in some fashion and such but uh yeah he did a great job um, and I'm looking forward to incorporating him into getting some more made Mm. so yeah if if you guys and you know we're we're you know, not a sponsor or anything, but uh, if you guys want like any any glassware or anything like that that's personalized, uh, has very you know geeky uh, logos on it or anything like that, definitely look up Moto Glass. M O Moto's Glass. M M O T O's Glass. I have to remember the S because we had an email boo boo because I forgot the S in the email, so it's like, oops, he never got these messages. Yeah. But I mean, definitely look look him up. I know he's on he's on Facebook. He's part of the Blue Ribbon Army. Absolutely. So definitely look him up. Give him some support because his his artwork is amazing and functional. Yeah, and he's got a lot of good stuff in mm-hmm. inventory too. So yeah. when you catch him at some of the conventions, you you can find everything from you know Star Wars stuff to to uh, uh, Marvel, S- Sailor and, and Moon, Sailor Moon. Yeah, he's got a practically yeah. everything and a lot of game logos and stuff like that. And and of course he does custom stuff, right? custom work. As as I can definitely say, <laughs> he did our logo, Conair Radio, on the side of glass. It turned out phenomenal. If you haven't seen it, uh, mm. I'll try to repost the pictures so that you guys can check it out again. It was phenomenal. It was great I need, stuff. I, I need to get mine on a beer stein. Yeah. I think I went with the very basic because of the fact that I just didn't know how it was going to turn out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I might play with it a little bit more. 
Uh, I've thought about, you know, like shot glasses. Uh, I don't know if he does the shot glasses. But I think I think check. he does, but like shot glasses are so small, they're you'd have to be careful what you put on them. I think our logo would probably go pretty much all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be Connor <laughs> going right, right, right around there again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it it turned out pretty damn good. That's good. That's good. That's exciting shit. <laughs> exciting. So. Um, I know that you got some Hagrid stuff done this last uh, convention, and mm-hmm. I think I remember hearing something. You've uh, gotten a couple of new gigs coming up? Yeah, I got, uh, got a gig coming up uh, the actually the end of this month for Harry Potter's birthday party. What? Uh, Changing Hands Bookstore out in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, uh, there. <laughs> yeah, they do, uh, they do a yearly Harry Potter birthday bash. Right. And the past couple of years... Uh, they've only done one party on one night, and this year they've actually expanded because there's been so many requests. So now they're doing Friday night, uh, Friday the. Oh, let me check the check the schedule here. <gasps> so Friday the 26th of July, they're doing a, uh, a adult night party from <laughs> yep from 8, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Then Saturday. In the daytime, between, I believe it's uh, noon and four or one and four, mm-hmm. it's a kid's Harry Potter party. So kids can come out, families can come out, and then at night they're doing another adult party. Hmm. So they're, they went from doing just one party to having a massive outcry and doing three for this, for this gig. And, of course, uh, myself, uh, a couple of friends that, that we've done this uh, – Pretty much, we have uh, uh, we we he's he plays Professor Merlin uh, at these parties. Professor Merlin. Merlin, yeah, he actually has his own like Merlin character hmm. that he does, and because he's the uh, he actually his his character he taught in in uh, Ilvermore, in Ilvermorny, the uh, American version of Hogwarts. Right. Well, which we really haven't seen yet no, in the movies. No. <laughs> but uh but yeah, so him a uh, bunch bunch of his friends. He also does a he he's actually in uh he's actually up north right now uh at a like a renaissance fair, like mm. a, like a smaller renaissance fair. Uh he actually has a group called We Are Far From Home. And uh great great music, great guy, great family that does this. Um but luck it, I actually Got involved with him doing the Changing Hands parties at Phoenix Comic Con two years ago. Right. Um, I had gone to one of the Harry Potter parties just as a patron, mm-hmm. dressed as Hagrid. I got second place in the in the costume contest. Right. And then the next Comic Con, he, uh, I actually went to a panel that they were doing. Didn't know it was him. He comes up to me afterwards, like you were the Hagrid at uh, at Changing Hands this last year. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was. It's like. Hey, I got an opportunity for you, and they they wanted a because they were actually doing a Hagrid's creature find mm-hmm. around the around the place, so they wanted actually somebody dressed as Hagrid to do it. The next year, again, they were doing the same thing. So he called me back. He's like, "Hey, let's do this again." And uh, this year, wants me there for all three things. We got we're getting a lot more involved. There's a lot of a lot of great things going on with changing hands and. Uh, this and these parties. Yeah, so. maybe I should show up in my uh, my Death Eater. And that's perfectly <laughs> accepted. We want people to show up in costume because it's it's fun. It's like uh, like Rocky Horror, but for Harry Potter. Oh, everyone knows me that does knows that I don't do cosplay, but I actually did a Death Eater this season this last year. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that was oh, a yeah. hot costume too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Running around in a mask is always. Uh, <laughs> A little different, but it's um, my version of a of a Death Eater, not, mm-hmm. the, not the official Death Eater. So, yeah. You know, but all right, so uh, it might be worth it. Oh yeah. So we're gonna take a quick break. It's about a halfway point, so we'll be uh, we'll be right back. But um, Clever Art Studios has 15 years of experience with clients like NASA, the Arizona State Museum, Discovery Channel, Science Channel, and the National Geographic Television. She has skills in animation and illustration. You can find her at Facebook and LinkedIn. And she has her own website, www.cleverartstudio.com. Angel 
Hey everybody, Ed Vanderly here, the host of 1980-something. Do you love the 80s? Did you live through the 80s? Do you miss the 80s? Every week we celebrate the decade of decadence right here on Star Worldwide Network with 1980-something. We take you back in time. We talk about music, movies, TV, fashion, the games, whatever comes to mind. So join me here each week on 1980-something on Star Worldwide Networks. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! You're listening to Star Worldwide Networks, where you can host your own radio show. If you're looking for a way to get out your message, welcome to the future. Dave Pratt's Star Worldwide Networks offers you the opportunity to use our state-of-the-art studio to create your very own radio show. Our experienced and helpful production staff will help you every step of the way. Our free mobile app allows your listeners to take your show with them and play it live or on demand. Even if you're not in Arizona, we've got you covered with Skype technology so you can broadcast from anywhere in the world. Whether you're in it to grow your business, make a statement, deliver a message, or just have fun hosting your own show, Star Worldwide Networks can make it happen. Star Worldwide Networks, where you are the star. For more information, just visit us at StarWorldWideNetworks.com. All right, we are back, and uh, so... Uh, I know, it's like we never even left. It's been a couple minutes for us, not a couple minutes for you. No. (laughs) Uh, But we thought we'd come back, talk a little bit about one of the next shows that we're going to, uh, hopefully, hopefully Game On Expo. Yeah, I I have to re-verify. If I haven't already heard back, I'm going to double check. Yeah. Uh, but they got a lot of a lot of great uh, media guests, voice actors that have already been announced. A couple that we've already uh, we've already talked to here on the show. Yes. Yep. Uh, of course, Miss uh, Jen Taylor, the voice of Princess Peach. Yeah, I'd uh, love but, to get in touch with oh, her. Oh yes, again. but also uh, Cortana from uh, Halo. Cool. So, which is what we uh, what we originally talked to her uh, talked to her with right. with uh, Mr. Steve Downs. Yes, the uh, Master Sergeant. Yes. Uh, Eric Stewart from uh, from Pokemon. I rem- you t- actually interviewed yeah. him a year before that. I think. Yeah. Year, year, two years it was a year after Jen Taylor. Wow. Yeah. Well, this, is, at, our well, fourth, this is going into our fourth year now. Well, and 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 we actually uh, interviewed Eric Stewart at Saboton. Was it Saboton? It was it was Saboton. He was there as a as a guest. Well, that uh, was the Sabo I didn't go to. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but he does the voice of uh, of James and Brock also. Squirtle and <laughs> Squirtle from uh, from po- Pokemon, uh, which is uh, actually him, uh, Vic- uh, Veronica Taylor, who is the voice of uh, of Ash, Ash Ketchum, the American voice of Ash Ketchum. Right, we haven't had a chance to interview here. No, yet. no. And uh, Tara Jane Sands, who does a couple of the Pokemon, Oddish, Bulbasaur, and a couple of the other characters uh, on there. I believe uh, Jasmine, Richie, Tori, uh, a couple a couple of. Uh, characters on pokemon am i gonna have to buy a pokemon poster and start an autograph session of theirs? <laughs> maybe i mean from, from what it's looking like so uh so that that's just on the pokemon list right uh then of course we were talking about jen taylor who mm-hmm. does uh the voice of princess peach right well also you bring in princess peach you got to talk about uh uh charles uh mart martinetti mart mart martin mart- i can never say his last name right <laughs> yeah but he, he actually does the voice of uh the big four Mario, Wario, Luigi, and Waluigi, and even, even the baby versions of Mario and Wario. That rather be a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> Mar- uh, Martinette. Martinette. Charles Martinette. Uh, and then also uh, Kenny James, who does the voice of Bowser. Bowser, Bowser. Yeah. The big lizard guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So if you guys want to wanna bring down a, a couple of Mario things, definitely. I'm, I'm actually uh, going to be at Game On Expo uh doing a uh doing a couple wario cosplays oh cool so cool. got a uh kind of got roped into doing a, a group uh super smash brothers group oh yeah you were so roped into it yeah you know, oh like, to- totally yeah, i'll be there <laughs> well the, the, well uh one one of my good friends matt um head in the clouds cosplay he uh he's like dude you should join us it's like yeah sure why not and uh and we were just kind of going through the list. I was like, oh, I got to do Wario. I have to do Wario. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a chunky guy. Of course I have to do Wario. <laughs> but we, but actually, Sunshine and I were talking about doing uh, Wario and Mario uh, even before then. So I'm doing 
the classic Wario with the uh, the uh, uh, purple overalls and the yellow shirt. Right. And Sunshine has is going to be uh, a female Mario, uh, and that's just going to be one one of the days. Uh, I think that's going to be on Saturday, and then on or on Sunday, and then on Saturday with the big group is going to be the Wario from the Super Smash Brothers game. You're going to have them, them covered. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it, literally it's one character, two different outfits. So I'm like, eh, it's pretty fun. Yeah, um, it looks sounds like it will be. Oh I mean, yeah. I lo- I'm looking forward to it. So. Uh, then uh, Helena T- Taylor is going to be there, the voice of Bayonetta from the game Bayonetta. Uh, and then uh, this one actually, it, this this is actually kind of reaching back into my childhood. Uh, so if if you grew up in the '90s, um, there was a game called NBA Jam. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and there's a uh, there's one of the voice actors. Tim, I can never say his last name right. Tim Kurtz, Kurtzwitz, Kurt, 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 yeah, he, he, he was essentially the voice of the game. Uh, pretty much the, there, there's one, one phrase that, that gets said a lot, especially if you made three baskets in a row. Uh huh. He's on fire. <laughs> that was him. Well. We'll just have to revisit that game there, won't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we got a couple of media guests um, from uh, from Mortal Kombat. Uh, he was the actual, the, the mocap actor and the, the actual actor that did uh, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Reptile, and Johnny Cage, Mr. Daniel uh, Piscina. Correct. He was, uh, he's him. been there a couple of times. Uh, also, Paul E. Niemeyer. Nie- Niemeyer, uh, he was actually an artist that actually did like the uh, the cabinet artwork and, and stuff okay. for uh, for the Mortal Kombat games. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of YouTube creators out there, so if you guys uh, guys like YouTube creators, uh, Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight, Metal Jesus, Drunken Master Paul, Kenzie Burke, John Hancock, John Riggs, and Pixel Game Squad. Uh, if you guys follow them on YouTube, they're gonna be out there at Game On Expo. Uh, so if you guys probably want to get into one of their videos and go say hi, you know, <laughs> and I, I know I've, I've gotten into uh, gotten into a couple of videos of uh, some people there, uh, a couple of cosplay guests, uh, Little Sparks cos uh, Sparks cosplay. Right, I think uh, I remember seeing. She was about that. yeah, she was at a, a Phoenix Fan Fusion. Right. Uh, then uh, horse uh, horsemen of cosplay. They're actually uh, it looks like a, a small group of cosplayers. Uh, one of my one of my good friends, uh, Sparkinson cosplay is going to be there. He actually just got uh, got announced as a uh, as a guest. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. just saw that one. Yeah, he does a he does a great great Cusco. It's one okay. of my favorite cosplays of him, and of course one of the guys we've had on the show before, and I've actually had had uh, the honor of being in one of his videos last year at Saboten. Oh uh, yes. D Pity is D-Pity. going to be at Game On Expo. We'll have to try to catch him again. Oh yeah, definitely. If if you guys uh, if you guys watch any of his videos, you know how awesome it is. And look for Saboten uh, Saboten Con last year, and you'll see that D Pity has been up my dress. <laughs> I know it just sounds so weird, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, more than just a little weird. <laughs> it sounds. But, oh yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, if if you guys want to know more about uh, about who's going to be out there, GameOnExpo.com. Uh, definitely check them out. Come out, see us, uh, see us, because I'll be there either way because it's fun and exciting, and you know, I'll be there wandering around too, yep. uh, taking photos and uh, social media and posting and posting and posting. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then uh, of course we got Sabotin coming up a couple weeks after that. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little still in the dark, so uh, unfortunately our contact is currently on vacation. Yeah. And Catalina, I believe. <laughs> Get, the, pretty much the calm before the storm. Yeah, he's, 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 getting, got, he's getting that relaxation in before, yeah. before the terror of the days. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, um, if you guys are in, fans of anime or anything like that, definitely look up Sabaton Con. Right. Um, it's our second biggest convention that we love doing. Yes, <laughs> yes. So uh, we were guests last year, hoping to do a return for us again, hopefully this year. And uh we really enjoyed it. We got uh, a lot of interviews in that year. Oh yeah, yeah. lots. Yeah, I want to beat it this year. <laughs> one of my favorite ones was Kiba. K- 
Kiva, yes. Yeah. Kiva great. was a good interview. Yeah, great great picture on social media with that one if you guys can find it. Actually, if I remember correctly, during that one, I actually uh, kept a hold of Daisy. I looked after babysat Daisy mm-hmm. uh, while Kiva and uh, and Nicole were out doing a photo shoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and... I, I and I actually uh, this past if you guys follow Corgi cosplay, mm. uh, you know there's a new member of the family, CL, 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 CL. I actually got to meet CL at uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion. Adorable, adorable Corgi. Uh, literally just just as chill as Kiba. Uh, he's got, you know, he, he's still a little bit of a pup, so he's still got a little bit of a wild side. But Kiba. Kiba's a good big brother to his uh, to his little brother. Yeah, we'll we'll so. see how that one goes. Oh uh, yeah, because he's got a lot to learn. Got a lot to learn. Got a lot a lot to live up to. Yep, yep. Yeah. We're gonna have to see some all new uh, all new uh, corgi uh, artwork. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, with uh, seeing how some of that because he's uh, an unusual color. Uh, he's the whitish gray. Yeah, he's he's got. Um, yeah, he, he's pretty much gray. He's got like white, uh, white and black spots all over him. Yeah, but he's stinking adorable, and it, literally he is a sucker for pets. He is a sucker for pets. Well, and and for everyone that that does know uh, Corgi Carsplay or is planning on to uh, going and uh, catching up with them at Savo in some of the locations, remember always ask mm-hmm. first. Can yeah. I pet him? Can I take yeah. a picture? You gotta remember the these these dogs these a lot of the dogs that you see coming out to uh, to these conventions that are dressed up a lot of them if not all of them are actual working service dogs. Correct. Um, I cannot stress this enough. Knowing uh, knowing people and having close personal friends that actually do need service dogs, mm-hmm. um, it's very distracting for people to come up and, and just start automatically petting. You gotta remember they're working. They they actually have a job that they are doing and you are distracting them from what is important to them, which is their their owners, the one that they're giving the care to. Correct. But yeah, it is definitely something that you always have to remember, and and actually in the same for an all cosplay people. Mm-hmm. Um, let's be very. Uh, very nice. Let's uh, let's be very appropriate. Let's make sure that we're asking them to take pictures. Mm-hmm. Be polite. Talk the, to them. There's there's a big saying in in the cosplay and, and con community. Correct. Cosplay is not consent. Correct. Um, I cannot stress this enough. I have seen people actually get knocked out because they were doing something that uh, a female cosplayer did not appreciate and. Either it was her husband, her boyfriend, or just a male friend mm-hmm. took them out. And I've, I've actually know we, we actually mm-hmm. know several cosplayers that have had some issues over this last year. Yes. Um, and uh, we just want to make sure that everyone is paying attention and play by the rules. Mm-hmm. Cosplayers, they may dress scantily clad for the costumes that they are currently in, but that does not mean you get the abuse the the cosplayers so be very um not forward but uh, be careful Mm -hmm. and uh, definitely ask permission before you take pictures and you know don't grope don't Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean that may sound a little graze but not every cosplayer out there wants to get you know mauled or grouped or hugged Mm -hmm. um, by everybody you know so just be careful and be just be good yeah. Be good to your friends. Be good to your neighbors. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's for a lot of people cosplay is an escape. Cosplay is a uh is a way to actually come out of their shell. Mhm. And things like this, uh things that could could potentially not just physically damage them but also emotionally damage them. I know I know too many people who have uh, who have had bad experiences while in cosplay that they've never cosplay again, and they're phenomenal cosplayers. I, and I've actually heard of a couple recently too that mm-hmm. have pretty much quit cosplaying altogether. Yeah, um, they used to be, you know, well into the circuit, and then they're just kind of like, nope, not anymore. I'm yeah. done. I mean, I don't 100% know if it's for that or if maybe something else came up, but at the same time, you know. Just yeah. 
be kind to your people. Because you know, yeah. these people are, and many times this is their business. At the same time, you know, this is also their relaxation, their social uh, butterfly stage. Um, you know, maybe they're not so socially butterflies when they're out of costume. So yeah. don't rock the boat. <laughs> yep. Be yeah. nice. But, um, yeah, Sabotin, uh is hopefully going to be our big next big one for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope that uh, we'll get lots of new interviews and have lots of things to, to do and lots of pictures. And I'm hoping oh to yeah. get lots of people. And, you know, if we get our booth, mm-hmm. I'm hoping to get lots of people in front of our booth. Oh, yeah. Big old con air right on the <laughs> back, you know. Got, got a couple of uh, awesome things we're, we're bringing. Hopefully, if we if we get that booth at Sabo, we got a whole backdrop and mm-hmm. fun stuff. I, I'm I'm planning on having a blast. I mean, mm. I'm, if I bring enough gear, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need more gear. <laughs> but yes, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be phenomenal. And then preparing for next year is mm. always another blast. Trying to figure out uh, which cons we're gonna go to. There's one that that uh, I went to um, this year, which was just a little day con up up north. Uh, I think it was Verde Valley Expo. And mm-hmm. I'm actually looking forward uh, to them. Uh, they, I think they were going to reach out. Nice. So uh, it would be nice to be invited up there mm-hmm. so that we could set up booth. Um, we actually had another podcast group that virtually does what we do. Yeah. <laughs> there. So they'll you know, call it the Podcast Wars. <laughs> you know, you know. But they're great guys. So, oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of their podcast off the top of my head right now. but uh, I, I know we've, we've talked about it previously on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just trying to remember i just can't remember what it was like con tales i think it was something like that oh ta- tales tales from the con tales from the con. yeah that yeah. might be it tales from the con and uh you know i had a great time i even inter- i even did an interview with them on their show so mm-hmm. yeah, i'd love to see that you know oh yeah passing that back and forth a little bit on the convention <laughs> That'd be yeah great. so uh and just just a quick word talking about up- upcoming events this this coming weekend is actually san diego comic-con that's that little one over like, on it's, the coast. It's a little little startup uh, startup Comic Con out in uh, out in San Diego. Hmm. Um, I heard they'd have a few people coming. Yeah, they 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 get a they they get a decent amount of uh, of celebrities. Foot and traffic. Foot traffic out there, um, but in in seriousness, uh, for all our friends that are traveling over to San Diego Comic Con, we know it's it's the biggest con on on this side of the planet, on this side of the country. Yep. Uh, definitely be careful out there. Uh, the, just because of recent, uh, recent events, there have been still a couple of aftershocks from a couple of the earthquakes that have been going on out there. So just shocking. Yeah. Just be very careful and, uh, just be, just be careful when you're there. I mean, there's, there's going to be a lot of people bumping into each other and walking into each other and not paying attention and looking at their phones. And And that's at the bar just before you get in there. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, but yeah, definitely guys be, be safe out there. Be courteous. Definitely take a lot of pictures cause we love seeing that type of stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You do realize that that means it's absolutely going to be dead for us anywhere in this next week. Here. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone we know is going to be over in San Diego. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to go, but it's just not, still not in the cards. It's too expensive. It, it is. It's expensive. And honestly, like for, for me that it's, it's too big. Like it like I, I I would still love to go one year just to say I've been right. But honestly, with all the events that happen outside of the gates of the convention center, I'd rather just go for free and walk around there personally. I thought about going like for a one day, mm-hmm. um, but that would be a, a very long drive. It is because I don't think I'd want to fly because that would cost too much, you know, just to turn around and come back at the mm-hmm. end for the next day. But. You know, maybe a one-day shot, um, but yeah, there's. They don't even really list their media guests. No, not they, not until like the last minute. Uh, and even then, if they do, it's not really a list of media guests. They're basically saying we have panels for these shows. Mm-hmm. You know, and the actors from the shows are going to be there. You know, they really don't say going. Well, we're going to have this one, this one, this one, this one, and that's yeah. that show. And then we're going to have this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, and that's one, that show. And then, and then we're we're previewing this movie, right. and hey, guess what? The big star is going to be standing right here for the po- for the panel, and you know. Yeah, it's 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 going to be it would be interesting, and yes, I I do think I would love to try to go. 
Uh, I don't know what I mean. I, I can always try to go my own way and just buy the the trip over there, buy mm-hmm. one day pass and check it out or whatever. Um, I very much doubt we would be lucky enough to get uh, media, media passes, passes on yeah. that one. <laughs> Besides, I don't even know who to reach out for two on that one. And on top of that, they seem to have uh, what is it? They they go through every year where people almost have to apply mm-hmm. for their uh, for their media or their, yeah. their vendors or their um uh any type of passes that they're picking up it's like if you're not picking you know if you're not going to be able to order it within that 25 seconds of us opening the gates mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't getting it yeah <laughs> it ain't gonna happen no. so i don't know but uh, this year at phoenix it was my uh first time working with kids need to read so uh, going in and setting the, the, the booth up and stuff like that, it was really kind of weird being in there the day before. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of kind of surreal just having the, the whole place like empty. Empty, yeah. yeah. I mean, because they didn't even have the, uh, the screens up. Mm-hmm. So it was like the entire downstairs exhibit floor was just bare with tables. <laughs> nice. And I'm like... This is weird. And, and oddly enough, I didn't get that many pictures. I don't even, actually, I'm not even sure if I did take any pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was just kind of so weird. But it took us hours to get set up. But when we were tearing down, I swear we did it in like two hours. And it was like, boom, done. Yep. <laughs> I, w- I was it's, totally it's, amazed. It's a lot easier to tear down than it is to put up. But, you know, we were rather simple. And we, we filled the van uh, that we took, which was a big... Uh, a big uh, paneled van. Uh, we filled it to the brim, and uh, used every nick and every space. And mm-hmm. we only had a fraction of what some of these other booths that had only two spaces. We had four spaces yep. that we took up. And some of these guys came in with you know big old ass moving vans, and they were hauling out all these big old ass cases, glass cases, and moving them in. This one guy, a few da- a few uh, booths down, um, he had a lot of the um, models mm-hmm. for uh, like Transformers and Robotech and stuff like that, and they were in these huge cabinets, well lit cabinets, and I'm like, oh my god, that looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> Spends more money on the on one glass cabinet than he did for the space. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and and as for vendors. I'm just sitting there going, I, I know a lot of the little guys that come up and they they put money down on these these spaces um, the year before. Yeah. So it's like you get in the list, you get that opportunity. When you finally get on that list, you got to buy that spot at the this Phoenix Comic Con for next Comic Con. Yep. And, you know, for a lot of these little guys, it's been very hit and miss. And I, I felt bad for him because I'm not exactly sure of the numbers this year. And I'm thinking we'll have to have Brandon on again to give us kind of a rundown of how things turned out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there were call, there were some serious communications issues. Um, so I'm hoping those might get fixed you know, from, uh, from Phoenix. But I'm not going to get into that. It's too negative. I don't want to yeah. get into that. Uh, Phoenix Comic Con is a positive thing. So we want to keep thinking positive. Yeah. yeah. We enjoy it. Oh, yeah. It's our life. <laughs> so uh, it's getting kind of close to the end of the show. Yep. So this this is the part of the show where uh, we beg you for money. <laughs> we need it, please. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. No, but uh, seriously, guys, um, you know, we, we do this as a labor of love, and we do... Uh, four years yeah, we've been doing four this. four years. <laughs> it's been a labor of love. Um, but, yeah, of course, we, we always ask for support. We always ask for help, and, you know... Uh, we do have a, a a Patreon Patreon page set up. It's very basic, but, and yeah, we're I'm not the best on it. So <laughs> there is, on the other hand, a donation button on the Con Air website, mm-hmm. uh, which would be probably much easier, much easier, and much oh, yeah. less confusing. <laughs> but uh, if you go ahead and donate, we'll mention you on the show. Yes, but we'll definitely give you give you a big thanks and a big thumbs up and shout out. Hey, well, we might we might send you something too. True, and if you go to one of the conventions, uh, Haggard will give you a hug. Maybe, if he you will. ask nicely. He will. I know you. <laughs> if you ask nicely, I'll give you a hug. 
but it, it'll just be a standard hug. Uh, deluxe hugs are $10. Ah, so, yeah. now we know. Yeah, and the super deluxe ones, those are 20 I can't really talk about those too much. Does involve a lot more than we want to do. <laughs> I mean, it, it just it it depends. It yeah, like X- like like I said, we can't really talk about it too much. It's the X Reddit you know. Patreon page. No, no, that that's that's the forty dollar mark. Oh, oh. Yeah, fifty dollars. That's groped by Haggard. Exactly. <laughs> that's the groped by Haggard Patreon <laughs> level. Tier. No. Yes. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that without permission, of course. If they're coming to us and they're paying for it, I'm presuming that is permission. <laughs> What would that would that be permission or prostitution? <laughs> Ooh. Pay, to, paying for a service. Put that on your put that on your card now. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, seriously, we we do love what we do, but of course, it is a little bit difficult to get out there and uh, to you know get get the hotel rooms, get the gas to go. You yep. know, uh, I I know that we would personally love to get out, get outside of Arizona and actually do a couple of cons. In different states. Yeah, I've had to cancel uh, Amazing Las Vegas two years in a row now Mm -hmm. because we weren't able to financially put it together. But, uh, yeah, donations are definitely on. And and if you're a business of some sort uh, here in the Valley, um, hey, we're looking for sponsors. You can sponsor us. We'll uh, come out there and do a uh, podcast at your location. Well, hopefully if you're locally. (laughs) Or, or, Or have you on the show. Yeah, have you on the show in either way. Um, and then, of course, you'll get uh, some uh, puffing uh, for us, uh, from us, uh, well, about your store, your facility, mm-hmm. um, talk about hours, locations, and stuff like that. Uh, there's definitely a lot of businesses that can't profit from this. Mm-hmm. You know, we even have an international audience, too. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. Many in the Russian Federation. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like five in like a little country that nobody knows. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. I think I, there was a, I've had a couple recently that were uh, I had to go and look up the country because <laughs> I had no clue where this little place was. And it was in that little armpit between this bigger country and this little country and this little country, part of that Russian Federation that kind of fell apart there. Yep. And they're just like, oh, there is a country there. I thought that was just like a dot in a map. <laughs> I thought I spilled some coffee. Oh, <laughs> yeah. boy. But, uh, yeah, uh, we're definitely looking for sponsors. We're definitely wanting to, to have us, hey, put a little bit in the donation cup so that we can come to you. Mm-hmm. We are, there are some many conventions that are not far from the Arizona area that we would love to go to, um, but we definitely need some assistance. Hey, Tucson friends, I'm looking at you because I need to get back out to Wild Wild West Con. Wild Wild West but, uh, oh, yeah, and then I, I want to go down to the Tucson Festival of Books. For some reason, mm-hmm. I, I think that would be kind of a cool place to go that'd to. Be, that'd be interesting. I know, I know Tucson has a, has a pretty decent Comic-Con out there, too. Yes. Um, actually, there's coming up in November. That's true. Yeah, I thought about applying, um, but I wasn't sure if I could make it down yeah, there. So. As long as it's not the first weekend in November. I already got that booked. I have no clue. I'll have, to, <laughs> I'll have to look it up on the calendar again, and we'll see. Yeah. Reach out. We do have friends down there. Um, a good cosplay friend of mine, Sarah Sunday, uh, did a panel with her last year. Nice. And uh, it was really kind of cool. Yeah. Now you guys were talking about food, fantasy food. <laughs> food in game. Yep. Yeah. And uh, what it would be like to try to cook it in real life. <laughs> now, the game I play is Ark, mm-hmm. so everything involves dinosaur eggs. <laughs> Ostrich eggs would be the closest. It would be the closest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My, some of those recipes, they're really elaborate, and I just can't seem to get that raptor egg yep. delivered to my house. Amazon does not have it this year. No. And I'm, I'm waiting yep. to see tomorrow when Amazon Prime Day goes that maybe oh, yeah. they'll bring in the raptor eggs. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> well, I guess that's uh, that's going to be pretty much uh, pretty much it from us here. Yep. Uh, of course, uh, you guys... You guys know where we are. You know how to follow us. You know how you're listening to us. Make sure you tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your neighbors. How are we listening to us? With our ears. Oh, yeah. Well, you can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Um, Shit, I know I'm forgetting something. (laughs) It's all out there. Oh, yes, and our good friends at Star Star Worldwide Worldwide Networks. Networks. Yeah. All right, so guys, and yes, you can follow us on all of our social networkings, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. We are definitely there. So say hi, check us out. You know, yes. 
Yes, of course. So from all of us here at Con Air Radio, we'll, we'll see, see you at the con. con. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? You're going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.